It's hard out there for a pomp. I found a phone in my bed the other day. Like a phone phone. Not like I was missing my cell phone and found it underneath the pillow or something. Like I found an actual corded telephone with a base and a handset and a little spirally cord and everything. We're talking rotary here, folks. In my bed. It had been there for over a week when I found it. I'd like to tell you this is an uncommon occurrence, but I'd be lying to you. It's pretty common. It seems like everywhere I live there are forces at play conspiring to fill my bed with random objects. When I lived in my small-for-a-bedroom adequate-for-a-walk-in closet in the East Village, I had no choice but to share my bed with random stuff. I simply had no other place to keep my material goods, so they just sort of wound up in bed out of necessity. There were times when it seemed I wasn't even welcome, as if I were the one inconveniencing my stuff. Hey, no humans, only computers, beep boop. Oh, uh, sorry, I'll uh, just sleep on the floor. Back in college, I rarely slept in my bed at all. Because I was too busy sleeping in women's beds, hey Okay, that's not true at all. No, the real reason was almost every year I bunked my bed about seven feet off the ground and it was nearly impossible to crawl into. So my bed usually turned into a shelf to put things on and then I just slept on my couch. It was a really comfortable couch though, so that wasn't so bad. That and it used to be owned by a girl who worked at Hooters. Crystal was her name, but that's a different story altogether. Now that I have a slightly larger bedroom, I have slightly more room for slightly more things. Nature abhors a vacuum, though, and apparently so does my bed. At this very moment in my bed, there are three laptop computers, a half gallon of orange juice, a pile of clean laundry that needs to be put away, some other folded laundry from a different load of laundry that needs to be put away, a book about the history of salt, a bunch of wires and cables, and possibly a corded telephone. That's to be determined. I am still waiting to hear back from the search party. Oh shit, the search party. My excuse for the cluttered bed this time isn't that I'm short on space, and it isn't that my bed is inconveniently placed. No, I've got no excuse this time. Now it's just because I live in a cave. Regardless of the dorm room or apartment, there's always been a cave-like quality to where I sleep. This is natural. Caves were the original bedroom, after all, so there's something poetic about bringing it back. We've come full circle. Soon we'll be wearing loincloths again. Fashion is never finished. But this time of year, things are more cavey than usual. First off, there are fewer hours of sunlight. This is because farmers have been surreptitiously adjusting all of our clocks without us realizing it so they can sleep in an extra hour. Screw you, farmers. Secondly, my bedroom curtains are perpetually drawn. This has nothing to do with agriculture. This is because it's freezing out and every layer of insulation between the out-of-doors and my pasty white skin makes a couple degrees of difference. It's cold out there for a pimp. Point is, it's dark in my bedroom this time of year. We nerdy types have an aversion to light in general. Something to do with fond memories of rolling 20-sided dice in our parents' basements coupled with our sparkly diamond skin crackling and eventually burning when exposed to sunlight, so any excuse we have for darkness is well received. Modern cave-like dwellings are not under the exclusive purview of nerds, however, and the Pat Cave, as it is known, as of this sentence, is but a tiny slice of a much larger cave pie. Mmm, cave pie.
Recently, the concept of the man cave has made its way into the cultural zeitgeist. The idea of the man cave is that it is a place for a man to retreat to in order to escape the stresses of modern living. That, and, well, frequently to escape women. Ladies, for the record, I would never escape to my man cave to avoid you. Now, please skip this next parenthetical. Gentlemen, forget these women. To the man cave! In earlier times, this man cave would have been the garage, or possibly the shop. My grandfather has a workbench in the basement of his house. In his younger years, I envisioned Pomp going down there with an adult beverage, hammering some stuff together, taking some stuff apart, and, well, just relaxing. He had a lot on his mind. His days were full of too many jobs, too much hustle and bustle, too many kids on his goddamn lawn. Modern man does not build things, though. He does not create. He consumes. Food, media, natural resources. The man cave is what this consumption is for. It's full of big screen televisions and pinball machines and beer refrigerators and faux leopard skin carpets and football phones. By this definition, my bedroom is not a man cave, really. I don't do faux, and the phone I found on my bed was not of the football variety. More importantly, I consume very little, and I'm not escaping anything. If anything, I think I may be intruding. Like my time in the East Village, I think my bedroom might not be for me. Maybe the stuff in my bed is telling me to get up and do something with my life. Maybe by getting all up in my bed piece, my stuff is trying to help. But probably not. I'm going to call up Crystal and see if she has any couches she's getting rid of.